the big Scottish football podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to the big Scottish football podcast. It is episode 58, which in bingo terms, Ewan Cameron is... 58 eggs on a plate. Not a bad shout. It does rhyme this one, which is good. It's not that though. Is it anything to do with food? Uh, no. Plates? No. Oh, it's great! No, it's 58, make them wait. And then the crowd shout back, or the players shout back, choo-choo, Thomas. (laughs) Apparently. Anyway, I'm Stephen Mill, he's Ewan Cameron. He still can't cook rice. We've had so many comments about rice over the last few weeks. And um, mostly everyone just saying, for the love of God, just buy a rice cooker. Please just buy a rice cooker. But, But... do rice cookers work? Yes, that that's that's why that's why they are a thing. Yeah, I know that rice cookers are a thing. Like, like a coffee the, machine, is people a thing. make millions right. of pounds for rice right. cookers, so they wouldn't they wouldn't if they didn't work. No one would right. buy them. I've got a coffee machine in the house. Mm-hmm. Right, it's still nowhere near as good as the coffee you get for Starbucks, for Costa. Uh, really? Off the Nero. It's nowhere near as good. I've got a coffee uh, machine in the house. Is, it's it a ru- is it rub- a rubbish coffee no, machine? No, no, it's one of those Nespresso ones. It's really good. You've got the wee pods. I've got chocolate flavour. I've got all types of... And it's not as good as the Starbucks one or Costa one. I, every no, but single... The, the point you're making here is that a rice maker yeah. is brilliant. I, I don't have a rice maker because I'm a normal person and I can cook rice like a normal person. But yeah. I, I know that rice cookers are a thing. Yeah, like I said, a coffee machine is a thing, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get good rice from the machine or good coffee from the machine. That's the point that I'm making. I still will suggest and I will still say that rice is difficult to make. And I know there were a shitload of people last week Mm. who were messaging the podcast on YouTube and on Twitter and on Facebook about how I can't cook rice. But there's also a lot of people out there who also agreed with me that rice is a difficult thing to make. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Some some things we're good at, some things we're bad at. I'm not so good at rice, but I'm good at other things. I'm hesitant to ask what you are good at. Well, I've got. I, I'm very good at macaroni. Right. Uh, macaroni cheese with um, with burnt bits of bacon, tiny bits of burnt bits of bacon. Burnt bacon. Don't you mean like sort of well-done bacon as opposed to burnt bacon? But crispy, I mean proper crispy, crispy bacon. But, no, but, but, but burnt is black. No, no, burnt but, is that. No, so, but I don't mean I don't mean burnt like set it on fire. Right, we're not going down this road because it will just it will take ages. But but what I would suggest when it comes to making a, a macaroni is that you have the burnt bits of bacon in it. Also, it works superbly pepperoni. Great. Slices of pepperoni mixed in with the, the bacon, you fry it up and then you throw it into the, the macaroni with your cheese sauce and then you put some uh, mild cheddar cheese on top of the macaroni and then you stick it under the grill and you grill it for 15 minutes until the cheese on top goes hard mm-hmm. and crusty. Yeah. And then you scoop it all out and it's crusty. Made. I mean, yeah, you you use all the nice words when it comes to cooking. <laughs> Do you like your food burnt and crusty? <laughs> Don't you mean sort of like no, no, but crispy? No, would be would be a much. I like I like it when it's crusty. Nobody's ever said that about food. How was how was your macaroni and cheese? Oh, it was crusty. Nobody's ever said that at all. So a food cricket critic, you are not good at. No, no, no. Uh, let's get to some other comments. Look to Ben's nineteen. Instead of reading out these comments, Stephen, you should read out the comments section on the Clyde One Super Scoreboard episode that you and Cameron hosted. <laughs> It was a quiet night at the office for you and Cameron last Thursday night. We'll probably get to that a wee bit later on. Uh, there's Jordan Spears. Uh, do you remember him? 
Who? Jordan Spears. So he was the guy who invited you to join his pro clubs team on FC24. Oh, God, I. And you didn't do it. You know, and you said oh. you would get in touch with him. So anyway, he's now rescinded his invitation. Um, and um, oh. basically, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, but I'm really... Sh- I'm shit hot at FC24. Hmm. I mean, I, I genuinely am. I'm in Division 5 arrivals of Ultimate Team. You met Jordan Spears on Thursday as well. See the guy on the train? Yes. <laughs> they tapped me on the shoulder. He said... Love the podcast. <laughs> he was like, I was raging uh, after the Rangers game and, um, you know, I'm so annoyed that he didn't join me on uh, my pro clubs team, FC24, uh, but I've just seen him on it. I'm writing this on the train, edit... Just walked past him, shat it, said I enjoyed the podcast and walked off the train. Was only kidding. Love yous. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He tapped him on the shoulders. He was getting off the train. I think he was getting off the train either. Was it Croy or Falkirk? One of the two. <laughs> right. So that was Jordan then. So that, that, that was Jordan. What a small world. Yes, exactly. He just like, mate, love your podcast. I went, cheers, bud. And um, then he walked on. So he shat it from having a go at me for not getting involved in his, his PlayStation <laughs> He just game. said, I love the podcast. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, hello to Christopher Todd, 7696. Stephen Mill, even though Potter and Rodgers are completely comparable on every level. You can't compare them because I love Celtic and Brendan Rodgers hates Rangers. <laughs> so uh, that, that 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 sort of falls on from the Todd Cantwell chat yes. from last week in the podcast, which was great fun. Um, so uh, T Treble BP says, "Is this a serious show?" No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. No, it's we're, not we're, a serious show. We're football fans who. Like to talk football. Yes. And we have an opinion like you have an opinion. The only difference between you and I is that we have a microphone and we just put it out there for you to listen to. Yeah, and listen, um, you don't have to agree with us, with no. us all the and time. No, and it's not rocket science. It's not like we're saving lives or anything. We're just here talking about the game that we love. Mm-hmm. Hello to Craig Rooney, 8945, who says, a couple of points from the show last week. I did not know what a voyeur meant, so thanks for that, Stephen. <laughs> and apparently, Producer John, Producer John, you did a Roadrunner impression at 1 hour 17 and 7 seconds I know into the last week's podcast. I know the bit they're talking about. I what? think it, apparently you did a nice Roadrunner impression you did a sorry me me you yeah. did a you did a bit of that but it was like an unintentional I don't, I don't think you meant it john me, so. me. Yeah, yeah exactly that, there's a proper one there um right what else uh have we got here um lots of people saying about your movie uh oh choices. the watcher yes exactly. a lot of people it, was, it was mixed it was mixed yeah I, listen nine times out of ten my movie recommendations are well loved and liked but watcher is, I mean, it's got an 86% positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I also gave it a very positive rating, and I've got a mixed reaction to my movie uh, recommendation, well, Watcher. Uh, Andy Mack, uh, 2994, says, Ewan's movie reviews might as well be called Ewan's movie spoilers. Don't need to bother watching the first hour and a half of The Watcher now <laughs> after that absolute tirade from Ewan. I'll give him his due. Talk to me was class. Yeah, talk to me you was You watched good. Cocaine Bear on Saturday night? We're not going to talk about that. It was, I watched it on Saturday night on your recommendation and I switched it off. No, you didn't watch it on my recommendation. I was watching it. I said, this is what I'm doing tonight. I didn't recommend it. Right. I said, I'm watching Cocaine Bear to then review it on the podcast, but I'm not even going to review it because it's that bad. Lots of people um, asking about your bracelets as well and if you got them free with your bag. Um, <laughs> cheeky gets. There's nothing wrong with my bracelets. These are my holiday bracelets. Uh, on the Cantwell stuff, lots of feedback on that. Um, Tree Monkey uh, 0073 says, Absolutely right. Cantwell flats to the sea if he dives about the pitch, acting the hard man appease, uh, to appease the support. Now, can I just clarify? I didn't say Todd Cantwell wasn't a good player. I actually literally said that last week. 
um, I just said that he hasn't done it in a Rangers jersey. And yeah. then when when people when I actually explain that to people, they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I actually agree with you." Yeah. So there we are. But I mean, that's that's what happens when producer John so I'm not writes gonna, the headlines. I'm, I'm not going to be doing a movie review this week. No, you're not. Right, no. because we're not going to bother talking about cocaine beer. It was awful. Uh, but what I would like to do is talk about this. It's back. Oh, big brother. Why you? Why you? Why? Why? Because I watched about it last night and. The Scottish lassie, I know you're going to talk about her. That's why Scotland can't have nice things. Like, it was horrendous. <laughs> right. It was so, so bad. Right. I'm going to tell you something, right, that not a lot of people know. I love Big Brother, right? I'm addicted to Big Brother. And when it first burst onto our screens, I couldn't get enough of it. I would watch them sleeping through the night when they used yeah. to do the live broadcast on Channel 4. It'd move on to E4 and I'd watch the housemates sleeping. I remember that. Right, yeah. that, that's how addicted I was to it. And I was working on the real radio football phone with Ruffy uh, from 2002 right through until 2010. And during that time, and when I would get home from working on the football phone and the first thing I would do is watch Big Brother while I was eating my tea. So I fell in love with the football phone. I fell in love with Big Brother thanks to the football phone. In. And um, I was asked if I would... Um, John, do we have a jingle to play? I think we'll This is the real football phoning with Ewan Cameron and Alan Ruff. Call now right, on good. 0845 so I was on the football phone. You can't can kill that music because it's doing my head in. Um, so I was on the football phone, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody dared me to go and stand in the queue at the SECC to try and become a housemate for Big Brother. Mm -hmm. And because I loved the show that much, I thought, well, yeah, I'll give it a go for a laugh. Got myself in the queue, SECC Glasgow. Went through, spoke to a few people, producer-type people and all that. Got through the first stage. Got through the second stage, got a phone call. Can you come down to Manchester? I was down at the final 50 to be on Big Brother. And what year was this? Was it 2005? I was getting a bit rubbish by that time. It was like I was a couple of years into the football phone in, but they wanted me to go down to Manchester. Mm -hmm. I was like final 50. I'd made the final 50 and I shat it. Did you? And the reason I shat it is because I was having a, a very successful career on the real radio football phone in. Mm -hmm. And right. and um, I'd, I'd taken a football phone show to another level. Right. Um, I was doing things differently. And, yeah. And, and, uh, uh, and I was just the best at what I was doing. Right. And then I couldn't... Right. I couldn't and I couldn't run the risk of oh, jeopardising yeah. that. You couldn't. No. And no, because, no. see, when you go into the Big Brother house, you're, you're, you're not in control of what, what might be said. Yeah. And front, you, you, front say, you say a lot of mental things. Yeah, so and, fr and, like, front, and front pages and all that stuff. Yeah. So I couldn't have naked I, pictures of me appearing on the front pages of newspapers and, and playing stupid games when I was being a serious football phone and journalist. My mate went into Big Brother, do you know that? Well, who Wait, was that? Who's that? Eugene. Who? Oh, Eugene! Oh, Eugene! Eugene. 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 Yes. He was second. He became yes. second in he... the Big Brother Six. Was he got beaten uh... off the Geordie boy. Aye. Was he not a radio engineer? He was. was. Yeah. 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 Was he not the one that ate the chilies and he couldn't handle it? I, but he probably was Eugene. Yeah, he was a bit sensitive that way. But yeah, he, <laughs> he, he was a good lad. Eugene. He used to throw televisions off cliffs for a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that could have been you, Ewan. So anyway, Big Brother is up and running. It was a launch night last night, so it's on every night on ITV2 at 9pm. There are 14 housemates, and I actually think the characters are fantastic, and there is one Scots person in it. Yeah. Her name is Olivia, and we've got a clip. Hi, I'm Olivia, I'm a dancer, and I'm from the best place in Scotland, 
Glasgow. I'm very patriotic. Like, if you play the bagpipes, best believe. That's one time I'll probably cry. I live with my mum, my dad and my two younger sisters and I am the princess of the house. Well, probably not because she's already up for eviction. Right. She went into the house, she was in for an hour and Jenkins nominated her for eviction. Well. Jenkins, the, the guy who likes to wear uh, Magnum shirts. Well, based on that clip, I would be agreeing with Jenkins. Okay, and uh, will you be watching with me? Uh, I won't be. I'll quickly tell you that I was nearly on a TV show twice, right? Go on. I, I was nearly on Pointless. <gasps> I want to do that show. So I want you do it. I went for an audition with my mate to the old Jury's Inn on Jamaica Street in uh -huh. Glasgow. Yeah. Uh, won the audition uh -huh. because the question was, uh, name a gladiator. Right. From the TV show Gladiators. Uh -huh. I said Ace. And that was, a, that was a pointless answer. Oh, brilliant. Was it Ace or Ice? It was one of them Ace, anyway. yeah. And um, we never got a call back. I don't know why. Why? Don't know. Secondly, I nearly was on Come Down With Me. And the reason I didn't do Come Down With Me, I was I was picked to go and Come Down With so Me. So you were actually on it? Mm hmm And then they were like, oh, you need to take a week off your work. And I was like, but I don't want to waste a week's holiday going on Come Down With Me. So you knocked it back? <laughs> so I knocked it back. So, because what they don't tell you about Come Down With Me is they don't actually finish until like two and three in the morning. Like, it takes forever. Okay. Like, like people listening, people watching, telly takes forever. Oh, it does. That's why I, I prefer radio to unless telly. You're doing, unless you're doing live telly, like, telly takes ages. Yeah, I agree. So, because they film everything about 15 million times. So, what would you have cooked? Would you have done the I'll, macaroni with burnt no, bits was, of bacon? No, I was doing a Mexican, a Mexican sort of theme. That's what I was doing. I was doing like uh, tacos would you, would, for, would, for would, you, would you have provided the entertainment and had the hats and everything, the maracas and all that? I booked a mariachi band. <laughs> um, right, anyway, in terms of the football, we've got something a wee bit different this week. It's an international week, um, so there's a wee bit less chat on the other end. Yes. We will talk about Scotland, obviously, a wee bit later on. Um, but we have a special guest coming into the studio, and it is... You and Cameron? Yeah, it's uh, Billy Davis. Billy He's Davis. Billy Davis, who's a former Motherwell, Preston, Derby and Nottingham Forest manager. Now, we talked to him about the Rangers job, the Hearts job and Rottweilers. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, but here is what he said about potentially taking the Rangers job after I had spoke to his representative. He said to me that he has been in contact with the chief executive, James Bisgrove, and there's an offer on the table that Billy Davis will come into Rangers and you will offer your services for free to manage a club until the end of the season. Is that true? If Lee wants to have a long shelf life, then he better not keep continuing to give his word. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Look, I'm available. I'm just along the road. It's a great club and a club that I admire greatly. I, would, I certainly would go in to the end of the season and help them. I've got no doubt that if that offer ever came along, then that's something that I would look at. You're no offering your services for free. Billy Davis, with all your successes in the past and the type of manager that you are, that wants to bring back the fear factor and the drive to Rangers that you think they're lacking, that you think you can bring, you're willing to do that for free? Ewan, as I, sa <laughs> as I said to you, if he wants to have a long shelf life, right. then he better well, be careful. Well, well listen, I know, I, listen I, I know that he's made that offer. Uh -huh. Right, He told me he's made that offer and... And the messages have been going backwards and forwards between him and James Bisgrove. So that offer is definitely on the table. And you're happy to do that. And you think you can do a job. Because you wouldn't be sat here speaking to me today and Lee wouldn't be telling me what he told me last night if they, if, if you didn't believe and he didn't believe that you could turn that club around. 
Well, that's that's the thing. You you've got to you know you've got to look at things very carefully and and then make decisions from there. I've got I've got no doubt that that challenge would be a very exciting challenge. And uh, as I said to you before, I'd be I'd be delighted to help them to the end of the season if that was the case. But what Lee never told you is he never told you that he's actually offered to pay me fifteen grand a week. He's <laughs> 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 on pocket, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The full chat with Billy Davis you will hear later on this week. Just make sure you subscribe, obviously, in all the usual podcast places, and we'll stick it up on YouTube yeah. as well. But some really interesting stuff from Billy Davis. Um, nine years out of the game yeah. has been. Uh, we asked him about that, what he's been up to, if there's been any sort of close calls in terms yeah. of getting jobs and stuff like that as well. The but story around Hearts is fascinating. Nearly got the job there in 2017. He's looking trim, he's looking fit. His family issues, which he kind of touches on during the, the, the podcast, are, are now behind him as well. So he's now fully focused, one hundred percent, on wanting to get back into football and um, and and do what he does best. And I've always said that Billy Davis is a proper football manager, um, and I think he'll do a great job wherever he turns up. But it's good to see him back. Yeah, absolutely, it was a good chat. So you'll hear that a little bit later on this week. Let's crack on with the football, though. And since you mentioned Hearts, let's start with the Edinburgh Derby on Saturday. Do we have to? Yes, we do, because it was Hearts 2, Hibs 2, 83 seconds between Hibs being 2-0 down and 2-2. Hearts were so comfortable in that game for such a long period of time. Um, and then it all just felt to bits in less than 90 seconds. It felt to bits because of a couple of defensive errors, particularly the second one. The one, the, the, the criticism that I would aim at Stephen Naismith, and this is a criticism that's, that's shared by many, not just me, was his substitutions were very strange. Uh, we're 2-0 up and we're coasting. And Steve Cowan, who was at the game for us, for the big, Scottish, uh, for the big Saturday football show, had said that Alex Lowry had run his race after 60 minutes. So they decided to take Lowry off, who, has, who was outstanding for Hearts on the day, a creative force and was causing Hibs no end of problems. I mean, he was in there. Um, he was in their face. He was causing issues. Hit, hit the post Hit as the well. post. He was finding the gaps in between the lines, creating chances. Excellent performance. He comes off after he's run his race. And I genuinely thought that they would bring on Grant, who was unlucky to miss out on Saturday. He'd been playing well, and he's another creative guy who's also a goal threat. But they decided to go with Beningame, who isn't yet, for me, up to speed because he was off for a full season because of injury. They made the mistake of bringing him in to play Rosenberg, and they hooked him at half-time. Here we are in an Edinburgh derby after 60 minutes on a heavy pitch in the heavy rain. And he brings on a defensive midfielder in Beningame. That instantly says to Hibbs, we're going to try and sit in here and just hold on for a 2-0. So I think he got his substitution wrong. And I think that gave Hibbs a boost. And then Hibbs get the goal from Johan, the first one, which is unlucky. There's a rebound of well, I, I, mean, I mean, just to... Slightly correct you there. Um, they took off Alex Lowry and brought on Beningame when it was 2-0. That's what I said. That's, yeah. what, that's my point. That's the point I was oh, making. Sorry, apologies. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, yes, apology accepted. And that was my, that's the point I was making. Bring on an attacking um, player, like-for-like like player. But I think by going with the defensive player, it gave Hibbs a boost. I really do. And then shortly after that, 
there's a problem in the, the penalty here for Hearts. There's a there's a pass, I think it's from Doidge. It rebounds off Sibic's heel in a, the, 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 right in front of Johan and he slams it in the back in it. 2-1. Right, Hearts regroup. I can don't lose another goal now. And then what is it, 80 seconds later? 83 seconds. The cross comes in. I don't know what Sibic's doing at the near post. It was a really nice layoff, actually. It was, it was a, a great good. layoff. It was really good. Really good, good forward play. And then Johan uh, slams that into the back of it, and it's 2-2. Two, two. And then from that point, Hibs looked the more likely and the more dangerous to, to go in and win the game. Yeah. So it was really disappointing. I was really angry and upset, which is why I didn't tweet about it. Because see, when you're 2-0 up at Tynecastle against your rivals, you should be seeing that out. Would you have taken 2-2 two, two before the game? Before the game, I would have taken a draw because I think Hibs are a good side. I knew there'd be goals in the, the, the game because of Hibs' attacking threat and Hearts have obviously got a good attacking threat as well. So yeah, I would have taken a score draw at the start of the game. Obviously, I want you to win the game, but just based on current form and how Hearts had been playing and how Hibs had been playing, I would have been happy with a draw. But when you're 2-0 up, you have to... It felt like a defeat to me. Well, you saw me in the studio. Mm-hmm. I was gutted. I was absolutely gutted by that result. So Hearts remain in fourth place, Hibs in seventh place, and uh, Nick Montgomery still unbeaten as Hibs manager. So 2-2 finished in the Edinburgh Derby. Um, I just You had a bit of a rant about it not being on the TV um, on Saturday. Uh, Hearts-Hibs, yeah. yeah not Hearts being on telly. Game. Should have been on the telly. Look at it. What a game it was. It was end-to-end, pissing rain, heavy pitch. The fans... It was electric. The place was bouncing and hearts give the, 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 the former school end to the Hibs fans. Absolutely amazing. And seeing Hibs scored that equalizer and the fans were bouncing about as much as I, I hated every second of it. That's what football's about. Football's about the spectacle. It's about the atmosphere. And see when you don't have that for an old firm game. It's, it's just horrible. And there's hearts. They've just given Celtic 500 tickets for the game at Tynecastle against Celtic on a Wednesday night. I would like to see the Celtic fans, the Rangers fans, get more tickets than that, just to add to the spectacle and to the atmosphere. And I think we miss out on that. How many tickets do Hearts get when they go to Parkhead? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but I think we get 800 when we go to Rangers, is it? I think it's just under 1,000. Mm-hmm. In the corner, we're stuck under the corner underneath the screen. But that's by the by, because I don't think we would fill a stand at Ibrox or Parkhead. <laughs> so I think... But I'm not saying that we give Rangers or Celtic the full stand, but I do think they could split the stand and give them at least 1,600 tickets. Okay. Uh, in terms of the TV thing, I, I know we've we've covered this on this podcast uh, a lot of times. But that's why um, I want to talk about it again, because it's, it's yeah, not going to change. Yeah, I, I think, it, I think it's, it's worth reiterating. But it's not that, changing, Stephen. I, I, no, I know it's not changing, but I think it's worth reiterating that the reason that Sky don't pick games like that is because they might have to show Celtic or Rangers going to Tynecastle later on in the season and that gets them bigger figures and the reason that there are only four television games per stadium that's the clubs that's not on Sky no that's on the clubs yeah but but but, but Sky have made it abundantly clear that they're going to show Celtic and Rangers every week yes That's, that's where the money is and that's where the viewers are but the clubs have signed a shitty deal yeah, they have. And and they're to blame for that. Yeah. Not Sky. Sky are going, oh, you dancer. Thank you very much. 
So, let's move on to Celtic on Saturday. Celtic 3, Kilmarnock 1. Hatate, Palmer and Taylor. Uh, so, Cameron Carter-Vickers makes his return. Uh, Palmer getting the nod as well. So, 3-3 three and three for him. Um, some questions over, obviously, Kilmarnock's defending for a couple of goals. We'll get into VAR, WTF mm-hmm. in just three seconds. The offside call as well. But, you know, we were talking before the game. Highly unlikely that Kilmarnock were going to beat Celtic two times in a row. I thought Kilmarnock were good on Saturday. But they played pretty well, yeah. Great chances. I Again, it's, it's, it's been, you know, you look at the table, Celtic have won seven matches, they've drawn one, lost zero, they've only dropped two points this season, but you still think they're not playing particularly no. well. And even Brendan Rodgers is saying there's still a lot of work to do Hitati here. Hatati was good though. Hatati's goal was excellent. Not even, not just his goal, but his overall performance was outstanding. Um, it, he looks like he's back to his best after his injury. I thought Kilmarnock though... And this will be a worry for Brendan Rodgers. They created some good chances. I can't remember a club that went to to Celtic Park and created some half-decent chances as well. And their goal was a good goal. It was a yep. really well-worked goal down down the left to begin with. And then they switch it to the right and Watson pops up and, and scores through the legs of Joe Hart. But again, Celtic not at their very best win. And they win with goals. Mm-hmm. They scored three goals and it could have been more. So, yeah, a Celtic have won this league. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they're seven it, points clear now of both Rangers and Simba. But having said that, though, can I just point out Celtic, when they return from the international break, they're away to Hearts and they're away to Hibs in the space of a week. They go to Edinburgh twice in the space of a week. Two really tough games, that. See if they come out of that with, say, a minimum of four points. That's it. I mean, I think it's already done. They do have Atletico Madrid to play in amongst that as well. So yes, it's, it's yes. a tough run of games for them. It is. Um, so yeah, Celtic 3, Kilmarnock 1 on Saturday. Uh, let's go to Livingston, Motherwell 2-0. Anderson, Bruce Anderson, in terms of strikers out with the bigger teams, I think Bruce Anderson should be playing at a bigger club. I think he looks very, very good every time I see him. He scores lots of goals. Who's he replacing anywhere? Who's he replacing? He's not, he's not replacing Shankland. He's not replacing Johan or Martin Boyle or Venti or Lafondra. He's not. Re- well, he could replace Dessers, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just putting out there. I, th- I think. He's a, I, I think he's a pretty decent player. That's what it's maybe a squad player. I'm not sure he's your first choice. He's good at Livingston, but. You'd be good on that plastic pitch. I, I don't think I would be, to be honest with you. I think that plastic pitch makes a huge he, he difference. Also, he also scores away from home as well. Yeah, maybe. I know. But listen, Livingston deserved a win. Yeah, I guess. But I also, I, but also think they were helped by the sending off. Yes, and we'll get to that in uh, VRWTF as well. Uh, four losses on the spin for Motherwell, so they need to buck up their ideas if they're finishing third, although they're only five points behind third uh, at the moment. So 2-0 to Livingston, they finished on Saturday. Uh, let's move on to the games yesterday. Start with the early one, uh, St Mirren nil, Rangers 3 again will get to the red card and the mm-hmm. penalty in VRWTF um, but a welcome win for Rangers Needed because that. it had been a rotten week up until that point um, though they'll be glad it was fairly comfortable in the end in the end but they struggled up until that second goal even when uh, they had the, the advantage of St Mirren going down to 10 men they just needed a win and it didn't matter how it came about they just had to get the three points and they got the three points Tavernier again steps up to do the, the to do the business. That's, great, great that, second goal. Second goals just a hundred and seven goals he's got for Rangers. Now James Tavernier gets a really really bad rap from a lot of Rangers fans. He does. He he, he is. He does seem to be a scapegoat at times. 
but 107 goals. I know a lot of them are for set pieces as well and penalties. Yeah. Um, but I think he, you know, James Tavernier's been a good player for Rangers. Good servant. And still continues to pop up with important goals like he did yesterday. Yeah. Uh, great goal that, that 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 third goal was unreal can I also just um, say um, Seema yeah I was going to say so that's six se- and six and six yeah so I think seven goals overall overall um, that's a good return do we now take him out the shocking pile of signings I and, think you have to and put him in the good pile he's in the good pile he's in the good pile he's, he's in there with um, with Raskin and Cantwell and Butland okay he's in the good pile the rest are all pish Okay, uh, Aberdeen nil, St Johnston nil. Uh, there was uh, it started with a red card for St Johnston. It was overturned. It was overturned. Which we'll um, get to. Aberdeen will be kicking themselves because they should have won on Thursday night, and then yesterday oof, they huffed and puffed. See and... when see when you got the Ibrox and you beat Rangers three one. You have to follow that up with a victory against the bottom club, and that's the problem with the other teams out with the Celtic and Rangers. They're not consistent. They're not consistent enough. They're just... I mean, I genuinely thought Aberdeen were going to win that. I thought it was going to be 3-0 minimum. Easy street, three points. And they struggled. 0-0. And St. John's had more shots on goal than them. So, yeah. St. Johnson, by the way, still struggling. Still without a win this season. Still bottom of the table. Um, Stephen McLean lives to fight another day. He does. As St. Johnson manager, he's obviously not going to be... Punted out. And it's really tight at the bottom of the table anyway. It is. It's really tight from, what, 11th upwards. There's only three points between 11th and 5th. And up until Rangers winning yesterday, Rangers were closer to relegation than Celtic. Yeah. Um, Okay, right. So St. Johnson, bottom of the table, Celtic top of the table, Rangers up to second after that win against St. Mirren. And uh, obviously Dundee versus Ross County was off. Don Ferman, our broth was off in the championship as well. GL waterlogged pitch. Um, elsewhere, uh, Air United to get their second win in three matches, beating Airdrie by two goals to one. Uh, Big Dunk still unbeaten as Inverness manager, 0-0 against Partick Thistle on Saturday. Free, free scoring Partick Thistle. Yes, exactly. And he shut them out. He did. Well done, Duncan. Uh, Queen's Park nil, uh, Morton nil in the battle of the teams uh, who have been honking recently. So Morton still without a win since the start of the season and they are still bottom of the table. Queen's Park stopped the rot a wee bit. It was uh, four losses on the spin before that. And the big one at the top of the table was Wraith Rovers versus Dundee United. Finish 1-1 at Starts Park. So it was Louis Moult who equalised for Dundee United after Lewis Vaughan had given them the lead a wee bit earlier on. Um, Wraith Rovers will be kicking themselves because you've got them at home. You're 1-0 in front with half an hour to go. And you're thinking, if we can hold on here, we'd be top of the table. Going into the international break, that's a... You know, yeah. Dundee United will be happier with that point than Wraith Rovers. But see, Dundee United have got this mentality now. They just never give up. Dundee United have only conceded four goals this season. Yeah. And the teams, as we all know, that concede the fewest goals yeah. generally. And Dundee United are, are, have got goals in their team. They're defending well. You can never count them out. So they pick up a point. Still Good result unbeaten. for them. They're, they're going to win the league. There's not even any point talking about the, the championship. They're going to win the league. It's all about who's going to be finishing in the playoff position. Who's going to win League One? Because it was Falkirk versus Hamilton on Saturday night. Shite and it game. was probably only the second worst game of the weekend after the Arsenal Man City game yesterday. Which <laughs> I, I actually said, I don't think I, I, I don't think there's ever been a game that I've watched that's deserved a goal less 
than the Arsenal Man City game yesterday. Yeah, it, added it was something torture. Didn't deserve it, yeah. um, and the game on Saturday night, Falkirk Hamilton was torture. Producer John was there. Um, this was your big chance to put Hamilton to the sword. It's you two at the top of the table, both on 23 points now. But you should have beat them, John. Come on. Bottle, no, John McGlynn bottling it again. Not at all. Uh, it was two teams that went out there, basically cancelled each other out. No team wanted to lose that game. And, that, and that's really what happened. It wasn't a great game of football. Very few chances. But... Falkirk still on top of the league and still unbeaten. Okay. I, I, I as, agree a, with them. as are Hamilton. I, I agree with them. I think both teams no, were... No, because Hamilton aren't top of the league, Stephen. All right. right. They've got the same points. I, 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 would, I agree with John because I watched the second half of that game when I got back from, uh, from Edinburgh and I thought that both teams were scared to lose. That was the problem there. Well, if I know one thing about John McGlynn's team, when it gets to the running, John, you're in for a great time because he handles the pressure really well. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens over the course of the season. Cove Rangers finally winning on Saturday, 3-2 against Annan. Uh, Edinburgh City won, Kelty Hearts 4, Edinburgh City. Uh, they were dispensing with the services of Alan Maybury last week, so Mark Kerr was in charge, and they remain bottom of the table on two points. Kelty up into the playoff spots. And what's going on at Queen of the South and Marvin Bartley? Is he due to be on Super Scoreboard this week? I tell you what, Five defeats in a row for Marvin Bartley. 1-0, they lost at home against Stirling Albion. They remain seventh in the table. Right, OK, so um, we've got a bit of unused budget on the Big Scottish Football Podcast. So we thought we would spend it on some star power for the show. So, now, unknown to a lot of American people, the American president, Joe Biden, is a huge fan of Scottish League Two football. OK, Ewan? Uh-huh. So we thought we would bring him in to do our weekly coverage of League Two. Hello, Mr. President. Thanks, you and Stephen. I'll make this quick as I am about to poop my pants. The game's off as my favorite, the Warriors match, was called off against Elgin. Bonnier Rose tie with East Fife was also called off due to the weather. Damn that rain. Anyways, there was a barnstormer at Stair Park as the Spartans beat Strandbrar 4-3. Blair Henderson eventually got the winner for the Spartans in an end to end match. Peterhead stayed top of the league after they beat those Bridey lovers 4 for 3-1. And it was another loss for the Bully Wee after going on beaten. Dumbarton pumped them for goals to nil. Oh no, I pooped my pants. God bless League Two. God bless America. Thank you very much, Mr. <laughs> President there. That's the, that's the most coherent I've, seen, I've heard of in a while, actually. Can we, can we have Joe Biden doing League Two every from here on in? Well, we'll certainly put in the request. So that it was, was, so it was good. good. He, was, he was very fluent there. He's who not usually up, like who that. Who came up with that idea? I don't know. Let's do uh, VRWTF, <laughs> shall we, Producer John? Let's get on to that, because there's lots and lots of refereeing decisions to get through. La gente está muy loca. What the fuck? Okay, you you need to do the wee uh, invisible triangle rectangle thing. Feet, do it. What do you mean? Like you're doing the VR. You do oh, the, do I, I have I to do, do it. Do, yeah. do, do the do, do the, um, the the rectangle thing. Okay, right. Thank you very much. We can move on to that. Let's start with Celtic against Kilmarnock. It was Matthew McDermott who was the manager. Uh, who's the manager? Who was the referee? I should say there. Um, the Hatati was Hatati offside for the second goal because to me he looked offside. Yeah, but it's, it's played off him. Yes, but but it's played off him by the Kilmarnock uh, player. But the ball, the the ball was meant for him, and I I know like he, he was offside. The ball was meant for him. Stuart well, it wasn't fin- meant for him. He was getting out of the way. The ball wasn't going anywhere near him. It was going out to the wing. Was it? I was going out to the wing, and but it did go to Hitati. But because but it, it came it, off, because it came off. It, it, what's his name? The Kilmarnock defender, Stuart Finlay. Aye. 
it's he's kicked it and it's bounced into his direction. I know, but he was still offside when the ball was kicked. He's not kicked it. No, but he, he, Hatati's not kicked but it. He was, he, Hatati was trying to go out the way. You could see him running back. He's running back to get onside. Mm. And then it's played off him by Stuart Finlay. So he's not offside. Right, okay. Read the laws of the game, mate. I'm an IFAB expert. I'm not sure you are. Anyway, I've just, anyway, just bloody told you. And I, I'm not sure that's, right. that's entirely there. Let me explain it to you again. Hatati is in an offside position. But Stuart, Stuart Finlay wasn't meaning to... Like, Stuart Finlay just sort of like hit off him, did it not? Wait a second. But, no, but that's what I mean. Like, Hata- sure, surely Stuart Finlay has to be in control of the ball. He isn't in control. I'd agree with that. So it's not off. So, so he should have been offside then. Well, he's in control of the ball because he kicks it. <laughs> but, yeah, he's but, not in, but he's not in control of as in he's controlling it but, and dribbling. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think Stuart Finlay didn't deliberately play it to Rio Tati. It just kind of hit off him. But it's his touch. I know, but that doesn't matter. He needs to be in control of the ball. Right. Stephen. Like, if Stuart Finlay got the ball and passed it back to the goalkeeper and, you know, like... Hatati was standing there. Yeah. In like, front of the goalkeeper. Yeah. But, then that's not offside. But, but, it's, but it just Stuart, hit off Finlay. Well, he, he kind of kicks it off him. Aye, but he's he's running. He's not... He just sort of sticks a leg out more than anything. Yeah, so he's he's, he's, he's... he's not in control of the ball. But though. then it's not Hatati's fault either. I know it's not Hatati's fault. But Hatati's trying to get out of the way. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was... Kind of, there was a grey area there, I thought. Well, I've just told you. Right, it's, okay. it's, it's a goal and it stands and it's not offside. Uh, was Greg Taylor fouled in the lead-up to Kilmarnock's goal? No. Okay. Uh, let's move on to Hearts versus Hibs. Will he call him, who gave out three yellow cards in the opening 15 minutes and we all said in the studio, oh. we were like, oh, there's <laughs> going to be a red card here, but it didn't actually happen. Um, so should Hearts have had a penalty, there was uh, David Marshall come running out. Oh, yes. Nah. Nah, nah. No penalty for not you? Having that. Okay, uh, I loved it, but no, not having it. Let's do St Mirren Rangers, because uh, I was actually listening to it on the radio, right? Because um, I was dropping mum and dad off at the airport, and I was coming back, so the first sort of like half an hour I only heard on the radio, and the commentators were like, oh, this looks really harsh, but we don't have monitors in front of us, so we've not seen it back. But so how can you have an opinion on something when you've not seen it? That's what I thought as well. Um, and then obviously... We're talking about the BBC here. Uh, yes, and then Strain gets sent off. Um, I, and then when I got in the got back to the house and I looked at it at halftime, I was like, what's he doing? Like, what a stupid thing to do. It's Suarez in the 2010 it, World Cup. Except it's against Rangers and it's 0-0 and there's still 70 minutes to go. Yeah. Like, it's as clear a handball... And, and sending off, as you will see. But he knows that. And I know. Even the player knows it. But the player knows it. What a stupid thing. Like, if I was Stephen Robinson, and to be fair to Stephen Robinson, who was going mental at the time, yeah. he's obviously seen it back and then went, all right, because after the game, he was yeah. like, well, no complaints. No complaints. But, like, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give the BBC a wee bit benefit of the doubt because they didn't they, they didn't have the chance to see it back either. But the way they were speaking, I was like, God, is this, like, is this a controversial decision? And it was in no way controversial because it was a handball and it was a red card. He, he stopped the ball being tapped in by um, Seema at the back post. He scooped it away. I mean, that's... So that's, stupid. It's, it's a deliberate handball. Now, I think in a situation like that, now what Robinson all said to him after the game is, look, why did you do that? We can see the goal. At least we've got 11 players on the pitch. Exactly. And we've still got a game and a half. Uh, sorry, a half and a half. A half no. Three quarters of a game, yeah. Th- no, that. Yeah, that's what you're trying to do. <laughs> uh, a half and then a half of a half is, is three quarters, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, no, you're totally right. Um, but do you know what I mean? Just take take just that, take, concede the goal, and then then regroup, and then try and get the equaliser. Exactly. As soon as you're down to ten men against a, any team, but particularly a, a Glasgow team, Rangers or Celtic, you're going to be up against it. And it was only a matter of time before Rangers got that second. And I know what Samaritan were trying to do was they were trying to hold on to try and throw everything at them in the last 10 minutes. But once you're down to 10, you're, you're never going to yeah. really do anything from um, that position. So a good decision by VAR. And then uh, Aberdeen St Johnston. So Duke is ruled offside. Um, again, like I'd, I saw lots of Aberdeen fans and Barry Robson was moaning about it afterwards, but I thought, like, even by the pitcher, he looked offside. Aye. I didn't think there was any sort nah. of like debating around it, to be honest with you. Um, there's also a check on a Graham Carey handball for St Johnston as well, so um, we'll see what happens there. Elsewhere, I think the worst decision of the weekend was Lennon Miller getting sent off for Motherwell against Livingston. Now, he was sent off um, uh, denying a goal-scoring opportunity. He was last man. Um, I've looked at this three or four times, there's no contact that I can see, or if there is, no. Well, there it's, is. It's it's minimum though, and it's certain there, there, there is contact. Is he's throwing his leg back because when you run, your leg goes back. I, the player's chasing no. him. No, no, no. I, I agree. I think it's not. I don't think it's a red card. Right, it's one hundred percent. Well, no. Yeah. If you're going to give a foul for that, you have to give a red card because he was right through and goal. But I, I thought that I thought, um, I thought the boy Dan McKay. I thought he sort of almost clicked his own heels. He did because there was a wee touch from behind. It's like his his studs had hit the back of the nah, boy's shins. I think that's really, 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 really harsh. I, I didn't think it was there was a faintest touch. I did. Did the referee have a look at that again? I mean, presumably he did. It was Don Robertson who was in charge. I just felt really sorry. It, it for changed the, boy. the game. Of course it did. Yeah, I just felt I it felt changed really the game. I agree with you. I think it was a really harsh red card. Okay, but by the letter of the law, it probably is. And again, because I'm an IFAB guy and I, and I read about the IFAB stuff. Of course you do. Um, I know I do. It's, it's, it's my bed, bedtime reading. Yeah. Just so that I can educate you and the punters um, who listen or watch this show. Cool. Just a wee reminder that this week, uh, Clyde One Super Scoreboard on every night from 6pm. It's International Week and that means on Thursday night, it's Spain versus Scotland. Spain, uh, sorry, Scotland can qualify in Spain on Thursday night. Uh, Gabs is over there for us. Um, and Scott McTominay scoring a double for Manchester United on Saturday, so just getting nice warmed up for his double against Spain, hopefully on Thursday night. Clyde One Super Scoreboard will be doing an extended show from 6 o'clock all the way through to full time, and myself and Ewan and Steve Cowan will be on the rest of the country uh, yeah. with the big Scotland football show from 7pm, so make sure you can check us out uh, there. You can have the game on in the background and uh, have us on. And we will keep you entertained all the way through. Whether I've got, it's... I've got, I'm, not, I'm going to this game with no confidence after what happened to us against England. I think we'll have learnt a wee bit from playing against Spain England. Spain will be it's really chomping un- at the bit to get revenge on us after what it's happened. It's really Hamden. unusual for you to be negative about Scotland. No, so. no, no, don't you start that pitch with me. Yeah, I've been know. very positive about Scotland and our run and how well we've done and with then, Norway, and then et cetera, we, lose a, we lose a friendly to a much better team and you've shat your pants. No, I've not shat my pants, but I just think that Spain have got something to prove and I think they're going to go after us. Well, of course they will. But, I mean... We we pumped them at Hamden. I take a one 0 defeat right now. I, would, I I don't want to get pumped. I don't think we will get pumped. Okay, wait, wait, how many times have we been pumped? Well, I thought we were pumped against England. I thought they hammered us on the night. Yeah, I know, but, I I mean, know it was three one. It was a late third goal, but yeah. up to that point, they're a much better side. Yeah, and England are on the same level as Spain. So if they, England can do that at Hamden in front of our fans, what are Spain going to do to us? Well, you could have said that before we played Spain 
And I did. And what was the score that night? We beat them 2 0. Beat them 2 0. Right. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Well, no. lightning strike twice. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, what are we doing here? We are doing putting something in the bin. Oh, hi. So. What have I got? What's someone your turn this week? really needs to take the bin out. I think probably the bin's getting full. Um, so I think we're going to do this for another couple of weeks and then the bin's coming to get emptied. Yeah. Okay. Aye. So, uh, plastic pitches. The question, who do you really support? Uh, stadium burgers, double bookings, players who don't celebrate against their former teams, lunchtime kickoffs, and children taking signs to games and Ewan's hats. And I notice you've stuck to the rules this week. Yes, I have. No hats this week. Um, so, last week's nomination of football, Glory Hunters. Let's have some feedback. Although I completely understand families who are struggling financially in this economic minefield right now, taking their children to bigger games is potentially their only option. A great area, but for the general fan, 100% agree. Yes, in theory, but surely you'd need more glory hunters if you want the club to get more tickets. The reason they didn't get more of an allocation is because they couldn't sell enough tickets last time round, so it sounds like they could have been doing with some more Ewan Camerons. Because you are a massive glory hunter, of course. Um, Milne, 1989. Mainly these people, they go about looking for old firm tickets when you don't hear a peep from them in any other game. I would point out that St Mirren, yesterday, that was one of the lowest crowds of the season. And it was against Rangers. That's interesting, eh? Could something to do with the weather? Maybe it was on the telly. Maybe it was just because it was against Rangers. Maybe it was against... Like, I, I, I don't think... Like, going to see... Like, I remember, like, you know... When I first started going to Dunfermline games, it felt like when Rangers and Celtic came to East End, it was a massive game. Aye. But I, there's just not that. But you're unbeaten. You've, no, got I, a you've got a chance to stretch your lead over Rangers. Lunchtime kickoff on the telly. Probably all that. Yeah. Combination so everything that we've chosen so far has gone in the Scottish football bin. Yes. So our glory hunters are going to go in the bin. I need a drum roll, please, producer John. With 86.2% of the vote, Glory Hunters are not going in the bin. No, of course they're going in the bin. Yes! Thank you. Amazing. In you go. Right, I'm, I'm so happy with that. this week's nomination for going in the bin. Now, you and Cameron, I know you've got a couple of good ones. Aye. So I'm happy to... Are you okay Defer to you Oh great On this one Okay so go with one or two Because you picked number three last week Okay I'll go for uh, I'll go for number one this week then For oh, going seconds. in the Scottish football bin What have we got this week Hold on a wee sec I need to find it in my notes Remember you can go to At Big Football Scott You can follow us there on Twitter You can get us on Instagram and Facebook as well Just search for the Big Scottish Football Podcast And you'll get all the stuff That we get on Twitter as well Right what, Which number did you go with Number one Right Um in the Scottish football bin, I would like to put clubs changing their stadium names to brands. So sponsored stadiums. Sponsored stadiums like the Tony Macaroni Stadium. Like the Etihad. The Emirates Stadium. The Reebok Stadium. Those sorts of things. Okay, so you're a traditionalist. Yes, I am a traditionalist. I can't... The Kilmac Stadium. Yes. Which is Dens Park I an old money. Is that what that's called? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's, it's some stupid, like, the Kilmac so they're no, and is it's not, Park. I've always called it Dens Park. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, it is Dens Park. But it's always. not now. 
It's think, something else. <laughs> sorry, it's actually the Scott Foam Stadium at Dens Park. The what Foam Stadium? The Scott Foam Stadium. At Dens Park? Yep, the Scott Foam see, Stadium. I, I don't get that. And see if someone... Well, like, I, it, surely you get it on financial grounds that they're no, making I, money I, from it. I like, get, that, I, that's the entire reason. But, but you're, you're stepping away from the tradition of the football club and its name so, and its its history. Let me tell you. And, and if see if somebody, somebody if, like Qatar Airways for example, we're like, you know what? We have a base at Edinburgh Airport. We have two daily flights to Doha. We want to get involved with the local football team. So we want to rename Tynecastle the Qatar Airways no. Tynecastle Park. I'm not having it. And we'll give you £10 million a year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so so branded football stadiums. Branded that... football stadiums into Scottish football, Ben. I don't like it. I'm okay. a traditionalist, and I think that that needs to stop. Okay, right. Well, it's all up to you. You can vote on at Big Football Scott, and we will bring you the results next week. And that bin must be about full to the brim at this moment in time. Right, let's uh, let's call uh, Jose. Shall we call Jose? Jose, 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 Jose. Right, let's give Jose a phone and see what he's been up to over the weekend. Here he goes. Hopefully he's answered every week, actually. I know. One week he won't answer. Yeah. Bit late today, to be honest. We are later today. He's probably having his lunch. What do you need having for lunch? He's not going to answer. It's the first week he's no answering. Do we always speak to him before he goes to the gym or after the gym? It's before, isn't it? Yeah. So he might be at the gym. He might be at the gym. Leave him a voice note if it goes to voice note. Well... Don't get yourself into trouble like you did last week with the voice note. Hi, this is Jose. Can't come my phones right now. You're leaving me a message. Thank you. Can't take your call right now. <laughs> just leave your message after the tone. When you're done, press hash or just hang up. Jose, even when you leave a voice note, you sound cool as fuck, my man. It's uh, Ewan and Stephen here from the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Just uh, checking up on you, mate, to see how your weekend was. Hope you're all right. Hope you had a decent weekend. Yes. Uh, we're assuming you're at the gym or yeah. you're otherwise engaged. Otherwise engaged. Love so, you, my man. So we'll hopefully speak to you next uh, week. Next week. Thank you very much, Jose. Bye-bye. Bye, Jose. Jose, 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 Sad. Like Did I leave a voice note last week? Yeah, you left a voice message for Mark Wilson. Oh, that loads of people got like their knickers in a twist about. Yes, yes, they did. Yes. They oh, did. I say loads too. Yeah. So anyway, time for question time. No Fiona Bruce. She's <laughs> away this week, so you'll just have to do it with us. It's the big Scottish football question time. And today we're live in Wick. No, we're not. Well, off the back of Michael Beale getting pumped out the Rangers job last week, we asked the question simply: Who was the worst Rangers manager out of our list? Now, Michael Beale, Pedro Cachina and Paul Le Guin were on the list. Ewan Cameron added Mark Warburton. I didn't... I didn't... I wasn't going to have him on the list. Can, can, no, you didn't want him on the list, and I put him on the list, and um, that's gone down like a lead balloon. It really has, because I was like... I thought he did a pretty decent job. You did say that, and, and it turns out you were right, because the Rangers fans are raging that we put him on the list. Exactly. Uh, a lot of people saying, where's Ali McCoist as well? Was he that bad? He, I mean, he didn't get Rangers promoted from the championship. Oh, uh, well, Motherwell pumped them. 
Was he manager no. that day? No, he, he'd left before then. Left before then. Yeah, yeah. so I think, yeah. Ali McCoy's obviously anyway. very good Rangers striker, very bad Rangers manager. Anyway, out of this list, um, it was Michael Beale, Pedro Cuxinha, Paul Le Guin, and as you wanted, Mark Warburton. Um, so let's go through some of the comments. 83, Boa Bobski. PLG, at least... MB had a decent run when he first came in. Both had shocking transfer windows bringing in the old players, but PLG had better players at his disposal in the squad to begin with. Uh, Gogs Kerr says Ali McCoy has to be up there as well. Failed to win the championship. Love the man, but still. Uh, Chris Bett says an utter farce to have Warburton on this. <laughs> Enjoy the show, show, lads, but you are both way off it here. No, no, no. I wasn't way off it. Ewan Cameron was. Warburton was the gaffer for the biggest old firm upset in history. That was the semi final. Right. Got us promoted in style. Scottish Cup final left us in second. Second place. Was that the Barry Mackay Thunderbolt? It was, I think. Yeah. yeah. It went to penalties, was it not? No, the Barry Mackay not scored something like from like 30 yards with his right foot in the top corner to get taken to penalties. I think possibly, yeah, but Aye. that's what I'm saying. It went Aye. to penalties. Um, Cheryl says, Feel bad because I pressed the wrong one. Now I can't undo. Sorry, Mark Warburton. <laughs> in my defence, you shouldn't even be in this poll. <laughs> Thanks, Cheryl, for grassing us in. Uh, hello to Kyle53668. Pedro by a mile. You could hardly speak English, got the player's name wrong, and when the dog stops barking, the caravan keeps rolling. Standing in the bushes, shouting at fans, Carlos Pena, Herrera, etc. Need I go on? I don't think you can have a go at someone for hardly speaking English. No. I mean, I don't know, Kyle, how your Portuguese is, to be honest <laughs> with you. It's probably not great. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold that against them. Uh, hello to Robin of Cybernat. Ali McBeal was by far the worst. From his annoying Cockney accent to his complete lack of respect for other teams in the league has proven when he got pumped at home last weekend. Same when his team got pumped at Petodre earlier this year that others had some decency. Uh, George Burns says, I mean, Pedro made subs at halftime, leaving us with a back three of Halliday, Toral and O'Halloran. Only good thing he done was bring in Morelos, though he often picked Herrera to start over him. Similar to Beal, there were too many flops. Peña, Herrera, Bruno Alves and Dalcio uh, Damien 99 UK it has to be Le Guin came in with a big reputation failed to grasp Scottish football at all uh, Alan A731 says Pedro's best game was him playing uh, solitaire on the bench so we put a poll up and the results are as followed in reverse order Mark Warburton 1% is that all he got? yes that was uh, Cheryl obviously pressing, uh, pressing the wrong button mm-hmm. so Mark Warburton 1% <laughs> Paul Le Guin only got 13% of the vote. It's the worst Rangers manager. Yes. So he's so third. That means... It's between Cashinia and Beale. So I can tell you that one of them got 42% and one of them got 44%. <gasps> Who do you think was voted as the worst Rangers manager out of that list? Beale. I'm going to go with Beale. It's been horrific. Michael Beale got 42% of the vote. So the worst manager, according to this poll, was Pedro Cashinia. With forty four percent, yeah. I mean, it's it's clear which two are the worst out of those four. Beal and Kashinya. Woof. I mean, they were shocking. I mean, they really were. Okay, so big question for next week. Here it is: Which team out with your biggest rivals do you hate the most? <laughs> which team out with your biggest rivals do you hate the most? So, if you're Rangers, you can't pick Celtic. If you're yeah, Celtic, you can't pick easy. Rangers. If you're Hearts, you can't pick Hibs. You can't pick no. Vice versa. Do you want me to answer that? Yes. As a Hearts fan, I'm going to... Probably Aberdeen for me. It probably is Aberdeen. And that'll be the same for Rangers fans, I'm guessing. They'll probably go with Aberdeen, out with a Celtic. 
Livingston, I can't stand. Uh, surely you have to go for Livingston. That's what I'm saying. I'm going you hate, to, I'm you've going got to, an anti-West Lothian agenda. I don't have an anti-West Lothian agenda. I just don't like Livingston. I don't like their style of player or plastic pitch. So I'm not the biggest fan of Aberdeen. I like the rivalry with Aberdeen. I do like that. There's always a wee rivalry between Hearts and Aberdeen. I Actually, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with Livingston. Okay. Is the club that I dislike the most out with of Hibs and Aberdeen. Hate the most. Hate. That's a strong word, hate. You I do mean, hate Livingston, though. I don't. I don't well, hate. I mean, what's the That's definition? The question. What's the definition of hate? The definition of hate is as follows. Go and so, just Google that for me. What's the definition of hate? Because I think it's a really strong word. Feel intense dislike for. Yeah, Livingston. <laughs> right, okay, right. Glad, glad we got there. Um, I don't know who I'd pick, to be perfectly, because honestly, like, Falkirk are the biggest rivals. I don't hate Wraith Rovers. Like, I. I I'm, I'm really nonplussed by so, them. So apart from Falkirk, do you not have any other club that you don't particularly like? I went through a phase of really disliking St Mirren. And that was because... Why? Because we were always sort of going up against them for winning the championship and okay. not getting relegated. Right. The year we got relegated under Stephen Kenny, um, St Mirren had been guff all season. So had we been. And then just as we started to get good, they got good as well. And then they stayed up on the second last day of the season uh, after being 2-0 down against Motherwell. They ended up winning 3-2. Um, so St Mirren for you? I don't hate St Mirren though. I said something on the football phone right? That got me a lot of heat. And I'm going to ask you this question. And John, who's producing it, I want you to jump in here as well. I've been a Hearts fan all my life. You've been a Dunfermline fan. You've been a Falkirk fan. I don't think that I will ever see in my lifetime Hearts reaching a European final. I don't think I'll ever see in my lifetime Hearts winning a league title. And that's the same for you as a Dunfermline fan and producer John as a Falkirk fan. So my question is, and there's a point that I made on the football forum when I was working with Alan Ruff, was I would like... I would like... I think we need a jingle, John. This is the real football phone-in with Ewan Cameron and Alan Ruff. Call now on 0845 100 2101. Would you like to experience what it's like to be a Celtic or Rangers fan going for a league title? No. Would no. you like to have that feeling? No. To, what, to, to know what it feels like? No. No. To win a league title? No. When you're going to a European final, you don't have that feeling? Do you know when you experience that feeling? Because we're never going to have it. But you get that feeling if you're going for the championship, yeah, no, if you're no, going no, for no, League no, no. One we're, anyway. We're, we're talking about the, 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 the best of the best here. We're talking about the Premier League title, the Premiership. Uh, we're talking about uh, European nights, playing Liverpool, playing Man United. Don't you want, don't you want to have those feelings? No. no. Don't you want to experience those feelings? No. I would. I'd no. love to feel what that feels like. No. <laughs> it's got no appeal. Because I know that if Dunfermline ever got into that situation, it would, you, it, 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 would, it would be... I'm not no. saying that you support Rangers, I'm saying, but the feeling no, of no, going, no, that, no, that but feeling, I'm, what that's like inside. Let me speak. If Dunfermline ever got into that situation where they were going for the top flight title or going on European runs, I know that that would be... It, there'd be something mental of had to have happened for that. Like, you know, we've yeah, been so, bought so, over so, by Billionaire. But, but so, you know, so, it's so, never so, going to happen for you. That's what I'm saying. No, would you I, not like to be like... You know, what they, no. no, you know what they say? Like, oh, would you like to be 
a woman for the day or would you like to be a man for the day or would you like to feel what it's like to be a dog or would, what would you be like <laughs> or, or, or what, what would you like to be a dolphin and swim around the oceans etc etc and if you were to die and you come back as an animal what would you like to be oh, I'd like to be a bird and fly about and all that all would, I'm, all I'm would, saying would, is would, would I no I wouldn't because I get enough out of supporting Dunfermline that I don't need anything else because I know shut up I get enough out of them from it. I don't need anything else. Well, All what, I'm asking, would, would you well, not well, like? Would you not like to experience that feeling? No. Like, I, I, I would like. It would be nice to experience, not not the expense of sacrificing your club. You know I'm what not I mean? Sacri- no, I, well, you're I, saying you, would you be like to be a Rangers or Celtic supporter? No, I'm not saying that. You're funny. I'm not saying that. No. Well, what I'm saying is that if Dunfermline <sighs> were to win the Scottish Cup, which in my lifetime could happen. Right, you know, it's not going to happen. No, but, no, it's, it's a, no. I accept it's unlikely. But Inverness have won a Scottish Cup in the last ten years. St We're Johnson of St Johnson have won two. You know, so if if those clubs can, you know, get a run to the final and play whoever in the I, final. Wait, wait, wait. Let me oh. finish. I know that if Dunfermline were to win a Scottish Cup, it would mean more to me and more to my mates and more to everyone that's supposed that. Dunfermline than than any of that shite. Right. Spot spot on, Stephen. I right. think. Right. Yeah. I I get that, and I totally understand the point that you're making, but you're clearly missing the point that I've made. Both of yous. Because you're small-minded, you're narrow-minded, oh. and you and, and you're, you've got an anti-Rangers, anti-Celtic agenda, and you can't see beyond your own little narrow-minded uh, beliefs. You're, you're so wrong, Ian. All I've just said you're to you, so it's wrong. like I would love to imagine what it's like to be a rock star. I'd love that feeling for one day. Give me let, that's, that's totally let, different. Let me be you're comparing apples and oranges no, here. No, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. You, I'm, now, now you're just widening it up to things I would like to do. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, that's that's effectively what you're doing. No, things I'm, I would like to do. I'd like to do. I'd like to win the lottery. You like you know, there's lots of things I would like to do. Obviously, but you're you're narrowing it down to would you want to know what it's feel like? Would you want to feel what it's like to be a Celtic or Rangers fan going for a title? Then no, I don't. Because otherwise, I would just support Celtic. And no, but if I did want that. I would just support Celtic or Rangers. See, I would love that feeling of no, winning, but, no, of but winning Wimbledon. I'd love to have been Andy. <laughs> I Wimbledon know! I know! Everybody wants to experience things but like you don't, But you don't want to experience being a Rangers or a Celtic fan. I could but ju- you, I but could... you want to be Andy Murray, you hold up the fucking trophy at Wimbledon. But I can't just become Andy Murray and win Wimbledon. I'm, I'm I, could, I could easily just become a Celtic or Rangers fan and have that feeling. No, you couldn't because you wouldn't have the same feeling because... You're, so it's you're, a stupid question then! No, it's one of those things that you have a debate around the table with your mum. No, it's a, not your mum, but well, it's, a, it's a stupid debate, and I've just absolutely <laughs> roasted it there. So sitting there with your mum, who do you want to be? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Right. But, but, but about being a dog, mum. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? If, if here, here's I was actually thinking about this the other day. If you could go back and just watch something in like life that's in in the world that's happened, uh-huh. right? So if you could just be a fly on the wall somewhere, like Dallas, nineteen sixty, whatever it was. If you could go shooting. back and you would you be on the grassy knoll, grassy knoll as JFK went past, and you were there, and you could just be like, "Fucking hell!" Aye, like that's that's a debate. Yeah, what you've just said is just why don't you just become a Rangers or Celtic fan? <laughs> That's effectively what you've just said. You've just called me and John small-minded and narrow-minded. narrow-minded. Yeah. But, you, but for, for not just becoming Celtic or Rangers But fans. you want to be a fly in the six days watching JFK get shot. I don't know, but I think that would be... That would or, be more, or, or be a dug on a lead. 
You're the one who keeps mentioning becoming a dog. I've not mentioned that at all. No, but you, you, but you, that's 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 fine and normal to think that you want to be a fly or you want to be a dog having a shit. Yeah, I, said that, I, said that, I said a fly in the wall. I said, I was, so you're not, so you're not talking about a literal fly. No, I was just like just being, just standing you. there like so that. So somebody, so you want to be transported back to then and just watch it unfold. I think that would be pretty cool. Right. Yeah. So it's, that's no different to saying, would you not want to feel what it's like to be a Celtic or Rangers fan winning a title? That's the same thing. No, it's not. No, it's, well not. It's, it's not it's the same not. thing. It's you, absolutely you, not. Right, can we just move on? Because right, okay, yes, please do. Right, time for the quiz. The shootout quiz. It's the best part of the show. Uh, I'm winning. What's the score, John? You've got six one here. It's definitely not uh, no, six one. It's, it's eight one. Eight, eight one. one. Yes, it's eight one. Um, so wait a minute. I don't know if I've got a coin. Um, do I flip my pen? Uh, no. I don't know what you do with a pen. You flip it right You ain't lost the super scoreboard coin last week, by the way. How did you lose it? I have no idea. I think I took it home with me. How, and I bought myself a... A How are you going to flip a pen, Stephen? I, d I don't know. I'm getting a pen to write with. Right, I thought you were going to try. So well, anyway, would you like the ballpoint or the... Have you not got a coin in the studio? No, you, you, you lost it. it. Right, hold on. I've got a coin in my pocket. I'll run through the studio. No, you don't need to run through. You can flip it there. All right, okay. Oh, that makes sense. That's, that's probably... Right. 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 Through, yeah. right, who's heads and who's tails normally? Right, you can decide. Who, me? Right, right no, heads, heads, you and tails. Stephen. Go on. And it is tails. So, um, is that me? Yeah, yeah sure. to go first or second, Stephen? Uh, I'll go second. Go second. All right, then. Okay, let's go with the quiz. Okay, so it's a shootout quiz, just in case you don't know. Um, we each take a question each in a penalty shootout style format. We can yeah. go for the top bin, which is worth two points. You and Cameron's up first. On you go. Okay, Ewan, how are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. Excellent, no problem. Here we go. Would you rather be a dog or a dolphin? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the question. Right. Uh, uh, very good. Apart from Rangers, uh -huh. who are the only Scottish team to beat Celtic this season? What? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Rangers have not beat them. Oh, I don't know why I've written Rangers here. <laughs> the question... Who are the only Scottish team to beat Celtic this season? That's you don't need a part for Rangers. Because because Rangers haven't beat yeah, Celtic exactly. this season. Yeah, exactly. So it's just who the only Scottish they, team. They've um, won six and no won seven and drawn one. Yeah, but not just in the league. Oh um, come on, Nick! Right there you go. Boom. Off the flyer. Thank you. One 0 me. There you go. One 0 Stephen. Which Saudi Arabian club is Jack Henry at? Oh, good question. It's uh, Al Etifak, so the one that ah, Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. One one. One Just one. Rattling through these questions. Stop. You in? Go. And what year did Kieran Tierney join Arsenal? Wow. If it's any consolation, you and I know the answer. <laughs> That makes you feel better. That's that's always makes him feel now, so much better. I'll give you a clue. He left Celtic to go to Arsenal. Did Rogers sell him? It was, was Celtic. Rogers that sold him to Arsenal. No clues, please, John. No, was it Rogers that sold him? Because when it was, was it in the season that Rogers was he came through the youth at Celtic, and that's where he sort of got his big break, and then he did really well, and then Arsenal signed him. That's what happened. Twenty-four million, wasn't it? But I guess. I, I, I shut up. The question I, is, Stephen. I think that Rogers was it the season? Was it se Rogers last season that they sold Tierney? 
When was Rogers last season? Same quiz shows. When did it get to the point where all the contestants had to explain their answers? Yeah, Hamza, every question. It's, it's really annoying, isn't it? Every it really question is. now. Well, I think this, and Ewan's doing it here. Yeah. You're not on the telly now, though, Ewan. I just need an answer to the question. Please. I am going to go for. I'll give you the first. Shh, 2000 oh. and. I would have said. It's 18 or 19. I um, shut up! Just shut up! I'd have said twenty something as well. That's all. It was it's two thousand. Same thing. I know, but I'm saying I, I agree with you. That, oh, those good. would have been my first I'm going two numbers. eighteen or nineteen. I'm going to go. What's, what year is it now? Twenty-three. What's that got to do? Isn't it? It's not. It's not been at working hard for five years. You eight. I'm going two thousand nineteen. Go! Get in! Where did I get that thing? Something, something. Maybe I was transported back. Maybe I was a fly in the wall somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but, oh, get in. 2019. 2-1. Get up, you prick. It wasn't that difficult, you know. 2019. Get Who up, you. Who are you calling a prick? Him. All right, okay. Him over there right. with, you can try to put me you off. You don't call the quiz master a prick. No, you're the best. Thank you. Right, Stephen. Yeah. Who wears the number 13 jersey for Rangers this season? <laughs> I know that. Of course you do, Jambo Bear. <laughs> 13. For Rangers. Are we right doing what it is? I see. No. I'm going to try and... I thought you were going to fly through the answers. I'm going to try and work out what you've written That's down. gone now. I thought you were saying, I'm going to fly through the answers. I'm going to take my time here. If you're watching the YouTube version as well, Ewan has, for some reason, got a Lowry written down and then he's got lots of squiggles of squares and triangles. Yeah, I don't the, know why. I know. You see that? Look. Um, Lowry. Was that, no. his, his, was that his heat map? No, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to be perfectly, perfectly honest with you here. I don't know. Okay. But I think the reason John will have asked me that is because there was all the stuff about Todd Cantwell last week, so I'll go for Todd Cantwell. <laughs> can read you like a book, John. Can read you like a book. I, I, I went Cantwell as well. I went you Cantwell go. as well. So you did, Ewan. 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Ewan. Yeah. Who was the last Scottish manager to win the Scottish Cup? The last Scottish manager to win the Scottish Cup. Is it any consolation? You sure. <laughs> I know who it is. I see. I I don't do this bull with you, right? I just write doing what I think the answer is, and I shut my mouth. I think there should be a rule in place. <laughs> shut up. What rule? <laughs> the rule that you don't take the, a the, million years to answer a the question. The rule is that you shut your face when I get my question. Feel free to scribble and write doing what you think it is, but don't be speaking in my ear because right, you just okay. do my head in. Right, I'll scribble. So it's 2-2. Two, two. Who's the last Scottish manager oh, to know. win the Scottish Cup? Who's that? Is it... Um, Lennon, Rogers? no, 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 no. McInnes? How do you spell that again? Okay. I'm going to go with... G-F... Callum Davidson. Get in! They're on fire today, you're in. Three, 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 two. Right, Stephen, you're up. Yep. Which SPFL team did Jim Goodwin start his managerial career with? Which SPFL team did oh. Jim Goodwin start his managerial career with? Aloha Athletic. 
Oh, that sounds a bit right. Goal! Oh, it is as well. Because it is right, you. See, just get straight out with the answer. That's what we need. 3-3. Three, three. OK, the next two questions. I'm going to give you a player. You're both going to get a player, and you've got to guess the player from the description. OK, so name this player. I played at centre-half for Celtic after signing from AIK and won 49 caps for Sweden. I played centre-half at Celtic after signing from AIK and won 49 caps for Sweden. Ewan. Uh, I don't know. Va- Valeng- no, what was it? Val Valengra. No, no, was he was he Norwegian or was he Swedish? He got Mialbi as well. Yeah. Who's the Val? Was it Ven- Valenga? 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 Valengra. You all right? <laughs> <laughs> Valenga, a Norwegian team. No, no, the boy that played for them. His first name, his second name began with V. Vargas. No, not Vargas. He's Swiss. No, this is a guy. Vida Reset. No, Stephen. I gen- I genuinely don't There's know. There's a what boy that played under Martin O'Neill that had a V in his name. Vargas. No, no. Yus Valgaren. Valharan. Was he Swedish or Norwegian? And you've also got Mialbe. It's one of those two. That's what I think because those two are great defenders at Celtic, and O'Neill signed them both. It's either Valharan or Mialbe. Give me the question again. Right. Shut up, just tell me. Right, okay. Um, oh, sorry, I've got, I've lost my page now. Right, Ewan, I played at centre-half for Celtic after signing from AIK and won 49 caps for Sweden. Who is it? Mialbi. Mialbi. Final answer. Final answer. Goal! Oh, I so wanted just to say Yusval Haran. Yusval Haran is Belgian. Oh. Is he Belgian? Yeah. Is he? He is. Okay. Anyway, 4-3 to me. Right, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Same for you. I played in Scotland for Hearts after signing from Benfica and have 60 caps for Greece. Who am I? I know who that is. I signed for Hearts after signing from it's Benfica. Uh, 60 caps for Greece. Takis Fisas, is it yeah. not? Yeah. What a player for Hearts. One of, I, arguably, and he goes under the radar, Ewan, but I would say one of Hearts' greatest players. He's, he was phenomenal for us. Yeah. I couldn't believe him we signed him. That's why I knew it straight away and just answered straight away. Yeah. So, wait, I've, wait, I've got a decision to make here. You could go top bin and you could go for force me to go for top bin. You yeah. could really put the pressure on for me here. But yeah. It's really tempting to go at the top bin, I would say. Why, I hate going first now for this situation. Yeah. I'm just going to go normal question to oh, force him. Oh, he's shattered. Right. Right. And then if you get this wrong, I've got a question to win. Yeah, let's do it. Give me the fifth yeah. question. Who were the last non-old firm team to win the League Cup? Who were the last non-old firm team to win the League Cup? I'm not saying anything. Ah, God. I'm not going to say anything. But if it's any consolation, I know who it is. you just think of the last team not Celtic or Rangers to win the League <laughs> Cup and you'll get it if you just think about it is there somebody after St Johnston is there somebody after St Johnston that's the question that's in my head Big right question, now question isn't it so they won the League they won the Cup double that year Mm, is there big... somebody that won it after them? Do you need the name of the team or do you just need me to say it's of not St Johnston? Of course I need the name of the team! 
kick myself here. The League Cup, not the Scottish Cup. The League Cup. Is that, it's not Aberdeen, is it? Oh, my God, this question's killing me. And I wish I'd go on top, Ben. Can I change my mind? No. no. Do, you, do you know who it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's so obvious. Can he, can, he be, can he be giving me another Callum Davidson St Johnson question? I think he's trying to trick me here. But that's the only one I've got in my head right now. But I think there's somebody else. Just think of teams that have won the Scottish League Cup who aren't Celtic or Rangers, and that will lead you to the answer. <laughs> it's so obvious. I can't believe. Shut up, Stephen! can't believe you're... Taking this long over. I'm just. I'm going to have to just go away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to just go away. It's not Inverness, is it? Is it Inverness? <sighs> I'm going to go. Is it Inverness? Why have I got them in my head? John, don't talk to him, John. John, just breathe two times in my ear when I say when I say the name. <laughs> just answer the question. Ah, St Johnston. St John's final answer. Yeah. Oh my God! Why was I doubting myself? I don't know. That's what that's what I was saying. I was like, it's so obvious. Oh. Right. Oh my god, I'm 5 4 it's up. It's down to this. Oh, it's Steven. 5 4 up. Oh, to go 8 2. Come on, the fight back will be on. Come right. on. Hibs, double winning hero. Not winning, but double drawing hero at the weekend. Johan joined Hibs after playing from which club? That's <laughs> actually quite a tough Are one. you <laughs> taking the fucking piss? <laughs> He gets who's the last non-old club team to win the League Cup? And you've given me who is Johan signed from? <laughs> Are you taking the piss? I think this could be. Can I go two. for a top bin question? I've probably got no. a chance with that. No, 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 no. This is no, yeah, be yeah, 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 no, no. You no. didn't give me the you didn't give me the chance. No, shut up. You didn't give me the chance. You didn't ask me the question whether I wanted to go top bin. I want to go top bin. No! No, you didn't. You went straight in with the question. You never asked me. I, I was considering I top just, in. You were not considering top I, in. I want to get a top in. There is absolutely no way you would have went top bin. No! John! No, you just need to. Did you ask me the question or not? I did not ask you. Thank you very much. Ask me the question now. What? Ask me the question now. Because I, I need to be asked the question. You know I've been wronged here. <laughs> no, no, no. I've no, been wronged here. Why would you go to why would you go top? Because I want to just win it and get it done. No, no, no. I want to just win it and get it done. No, no, John, John, you need to make a ruling here. What do you mean you, you the ruling is I haven't been asked whether I wanted top bin. You got asked whether you wanted the top bin. And I didn't. How's that fair? Listen, if he wants a top bin question, give it to him. Either way, I'm going to win this, right? Because he won't get the top bin question right. right. Give me the top bin give question. Give me the top bin question, and then we'll let the punters who listen on the podcast and who watch us on YouTube to ultimately decide if he gets this okay. right. Because I think he's cheated me here, but let's just play his game. Let's just play it with his rules, because it's like a fucking kid with a toy. It's his toy or nobody's toy. Right. 
Top Ben. Give it to top, top Ben. Ben. How many current Premiership teams has Jose Quitongo played for? Okay. If you get this right, I'm walking out of my bag. I'm walking out of my bag. It won't be worth it. I'm walking out of my bag. And I'm not staying for the outro or anything. I'm walking out. I'm just going to get my bag ready and my stuff. He's giggling away as if he knows the answer. And I'm not going to fucking put up with it. I'm not. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. My bag's out. I'm walking out. I'm telling you. I'm not even going to say cheer out to you. I'm just going to walk straight there. I'm going to get my car and I'm going to piss off. So I'm ready to go. Go and give him your answer, you prick. No, go I on. need to think about it. No, I'll think about my arse. You've already got the answer, I'm telling you. This could be historical, you yeah, historical. Well, I know he played with Hamilton, but they're not in the top flight. I know he played with... Ah, uh, who else did he play with? There's one team that I'm swithering over. I think the answer's one or two. But I can decide whether it's one or two. I'm leaving if you get it right. <laughs> Rage quit the podcast. Oh. Yeah, and I'll be walking past your studio to slap you, John. Um, HR, hello. <laughs> right, so we definitely played with hearts. Yes. Shut you. F- Oh, come on, you, for God's sake. Just don't we speak say to him anything. every week. Don't he say... talks about hearts every week. He played in the Masters right. for hearts two just, weeks ago. Just, just, I'm walking out. Just you hurry up and say your answer. My dilemma is I don't know whether he played with Livingston or not. He either played with Livingston or he didn't. And I think that's the only... I don't think he played with anyone else. Didn't right. play... Di- right. Didn't play with Rangers. Didn't play with Celtic. Didn't play with Hibs. Didn't play with Aberdeen. Eh... Uh, didn't play with Dundee, didn't play with Ross County, didn't play with St Mirren, didn't play with Kilmarnock. Right, <coughs> two. <coughs> two. Two. Final answer. Final answer. And Marshall has saved! Yes! Well yes! played! Yes! I can't believe it! Jose Quitongo played for Hearts, Kilmarnock. Livingston and St Mirren that is a win for you and you and you can celebrate like there you go oh, well, listen to that music that, I mean it's been a while since I've heard the music it is an absolute joy wow what a relief I had to end his winning run and today was a day that I've obliterated him Obliterated them. Hardly. Who did you Johan play for? I got five out of five today. Who did Johan play for? I have been. I have. St. Gallen! Was was that ever meant to get I have been studying all week. Shut up. Everything around Scottish football. It's 8 2. The fight back is on. These questions are pish. The fight back (laughs) is on. 8 2. Thank you. Head out to music, John. We're out here. Okay. Clyde One Super Scoreboard and the Big Scotland Football Show have coverage of Spain versus Scotland this Thursday night. Make sure you join us wherever you are listening in the country, of course. And this has been the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Thank you very much for watching on YouTube and for listening wherever you listen to your podcast. Remember, always subscribe and give us a big fat juicy fat. 
five stars as well. Remember, our Billy Davis special oh. is out later on this week. It's going to ruffle a few feathers. Make sure you tune in for that as well. You'll see that on YouTube and, of course, all your usual podcast providers. Um, so let's end with a nice thing. Apart from it being nice to have a laugh at Scottish football, it's also brilliant hearing Ewan, the weapon, getting wound up. That is from... Uh, Ek G-I-Y 46 Anyway, there we go Nice way to end Bye-bye We're back next time And I'm a champion